apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage, an equal housing lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Jones dials it up, swing pass, open, bobble, touchdown, Juan Dale Robinson. Second down and seven, fake it, on the boot, Jones throws, touchdown, Bellinger. Scoops it back up, Jackson throws, intercepted, Giants have it with Julian Love. Love weaving through. Straight up defense here on first and goal. Handoff, up top, touchdown. Saquon Barkley, airborne for the score. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Jawing About the G-Men Giants Football Podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by Sean Scanlon, and hopefully we'll have Joe Guire in here shortly as well. But I uh, was a bye week. We don't got a game to recap, but we do got uh, a game to preview. Uh, but and we are also gonna have a fun game of pretenders or contenders. Look around the league there, uh, and always we're gonna end it with best bets. But let's dive in. We don't got a game to recap, like I said, but we do got a game to preview. Giants hosting the Houston Texans. Sean, how do you see this game playing out? Uh, hopefully a Giants win. Uh, but I, I think this should be a big statement win for the Giants, um, especially, you know, coming after that tough loss against the Seahawks, uh, getting the bye week to, you know, kind of rest up, get the guys uh, ready to go. But the Texans are a team void of talent. Um, I mean, Davis Mills, their quarterback, isn't great. The only thing that really scares me on the offense is Damian Pierce and that, uh, I mean, their defense is very uh, average as well. So I think this is a big statement win for the Giants. Um, hopefully go win by at least a touchdown plus and uh, try and get back on track. Uh, after that, you know, tough loss to the Seahawks. Yeah, I, 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 I it's tough. Uh, yeah, it, uh, you have a lot of week. You have that whole bye week to dwell on that rough game that was in Seattle. And I mean, m- me being the pessimist all year, going into this game, I, I'm a little bit more scared than I have been in the past uh, with the Giants because. Look at how the the Giants have lost their their two their two losses. 
It was Cooper Rush for the Cowboys. And what did they do when they had Cooper Rush? They used Pollard and Elliott the whole time. And uh, having that rushing attack there. And then Kenneth Walker making a statement for Rookie of the Year against uh, against him with that Seattle loss. Damian Pierce, he, he's good. I don't think he's on that level of those those guys there, but uh, I, I, is it possible? Yes, but uh, I, I like the Giants to bounce back here. I, I think I, I will, though. I want to see Daniel Jones do it more. Like I've been saying all year, two to three. I'm not going to go two to three here. You, you, this needs to be a three or four touchdown game for the Giants. Like Houston is nothing. They, they're terrible. If the Giants are a real contender, if the Giants are are as good as their record says, you need to destroy this team. And uh, th- that's what we need to see. And I, also, another big thing is the coaches in the past, that there's always off a of bye week, there is a little bit of rust coming off. You, the slow start usually. Uh, I, I, I hope Dable gets it, gets them re- ready and rearing to go right off the rip because uh, th- that, that's going to be big. Uh, but, uh, Sean, who do you expect to, to have a big day for the Giants uh, in this game? Um, hopefully, Kenny Galladay can show up and, you know, try and prove that he's worth that contract. Um, obviously, he's been practicing this week. You know, he's uh, off of that injury now. So, this is a big stretch, you know, going going down for the Giants. Um, obviously, they have two games against the Texans and the Lions, but then it kind of heats up after that first time this year that we've seen some actual competitors on the schedule. So I think Kenny Galladay needs to step up. Um, will he? I don't know. We haven't seen it from him yet since he's been a giant, but I think that uh, he needs to step up if they want to win. And then uh, this D line has to step up. You mentioned we've kind of struggled against the run and Damian Pierce is definitely legit. So I'm hoping that we go up to a big enough lead where, you know, the Texans have to revert to passing the ball. Cause if you put it in the hands of Davis mills to win the game, I don't, I don't trust them. But I do think that this uh, run defense needs to have a big game. So I uh, expect a big game from Dexter Lawrence. Um, hopefully Tate Crowder and Jalen Smith can kind of figure it out. They've been, you know, serviceable, but uh, at times they've been getting gashed in the run game. So uh, those two definitely need to step up um, if we, you know, want to go out and put a beating on the Texans. Yeah, I, I mean, the, that that is very, very big. Also, uh, uh, Jalen Smith also as well. Getting out there, especially that last uh, last game. Uh, that, that was his first game starting, right? Was the Seattle game? But uh, um, I think he started I the week before that game. too. Okay, all right. Uh, but y- yeah, uh, him being a big another guy who needs to step up, especially uh, to to stop that run game. But you, you're right. I don't see Davis Mills. Uh, out dueling Daniel Jones. This is like the only time I feel like you could say that. Uh, very few, uh, very few quarterbacks Daniel Jones can do that against. But uh, hey, yeah, I, 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 I need to see more from him. He more passing touchdowns, more rushing touchdowns. Even he need to get in the end zone three times, and I'll, I'll, I, I won't be wavering when it comes. At the end of the season, should we keep Daniel Jones or should you draft another guy? That question will be out of my mind because that's all the, this season is going to come down to. It's either going to be 
Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones at the end of the day, at the end of the season. Uh, Joe and I were talking. It could be both of them. It it could be, but I mean, I I I don't know. But I I think you move on from Daniel Jones first if you are going to, and that's why I've been so critical of him this year because he's under a microscope. That's Uh, fair. I mean, he he doesn't produce a lot of touchdowns, but. I mean, we've been winning games for the first time since he's been here, so I'm just hoping that that continues. And if he continues to only throw one touchdown a game, maybe a rushing touchdown in there, I don't really mind as long as we're winning games. That's kind of how the Giants have been winning games. It's just winning them ugly. Um, I don't know how long that could be sustained, but it would be nice to see him throw for some touchdowns. Um, Obviously, we haven't seen him since that first season. He threw 28 touchdowns and, what, 14 starts, so – and then ever since then, he just hasn't been producing touchdowns to the air. So I think it would be important. But if they keep winning games, I, I don't really care if he has no touchdowns. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, the, this just goes to the debate. Like, is it the quarterback or is it the talent around him? And I, I, I'm just tired of saying Definitely not the talent, talent around him. I'll tell you I, that. I, I'm just tired of going, oh, but the talent, oh, get him some guys. Like, same song and dance all over. I mean, granted, they didn't win last week, but Justin Fields put up a uh, historic performance. He's got no guys around him, and he almost – they almost beat a tough Dolphins team. So, uh, like, where where's that one Daniel Jones performance like that? Like, something where he's like, oh, my gosh, this is this – is, him putting the team on his back and that stuff, D- despite all the the lack of uh, talent around him at times. Like, th- there was never I mean, a time. He said some good game. But the one Saquon went down, uh, I think it was against the Packers, and he drove him on that 90-yard or 90-plus-yard touchdown drive. I mean, that's where you see that this guy could be the guy, obviously. And even doing it without weapons, uh, he the, Gary Brightwell is the one that scored the touchdown on that drive. You never see great Gary Brightwell on the field when we're on offense. A um, bunch of backup receivers, tight ends you've never heard of. So I think Daniel Jones has showed it at times. Um, obviously, I think it's got to be more consistent with it. But also Justin Fields, the Bears just went out and traded for Chase Claypool. So it's not like he doesn't have any receivers. Darnell Mooney is a solid number two as well, and they have a great running game. So and the Giants do too, obviously, with Saquon. But I think Justin Fields is working with a little bit more. Um, obviously, he's been playing great the last couple weeks, I think better than you know Daniel Jones has. But – I don't know. I, I think Daniel Jones still definitely this offseason needs more help around him uh, if they do think Daniel Jones is going to be the you know quarterback of the future. Yeah. Oh, welcome on, Joe. Uh, we just talked about Daniel Jones there. Uh, how, how, I mean, regardless, the Giants are being successful, but at the end of the day, the end of the season, that, that is going to be the question. Are we going to continue with Daniel Jones or not? But, uh, Listen, here's my my only concern is is again like are you going to do better than Daniel Jones at this point? Are you going to are you going to draft is is there a guy in this draft that you think especially given the fact that Giants probably walk out of this season a 10 win team and thus not a top 10 pick by any stretch of the imagination are you going to be able to draft the guy you want is the guy you want out there available in free agency. I, as I look around, I don't see it. 
again, if the Giants feel they can win games and they've proven it so far this year with Daniel Jones and Saquon, I don't think it's going to cost you $150 million to bring Daniel Jones back. It's So you're going to get Daniel Jones. I think you're probably the only team in the league that's going to make him an offer, at least as a starter. I think the Giants can do very well by this guy, still have money to pay Saquon, and then to go out and 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 make some other uh go out and get some other pieces that they desperately need. But I mean, I I get all that, and I, I think that is eventually most likely how it is gonna play out. They're they're gonna keep Daniel Jones because you, you you're right, no one's gonna make him an offer unless it's like Atlanta, maybe next year, maybe like the Panthers. He, he's not starting anywhere that he. I don't think looks either like of those teams would even be interested in him. I no. think, you know, look you at Marcus Mariota has been very good there. This is a guy who has, for all intents and purposes, kind of a bust in the NFL. And they went into the, they're playing this seat like, we're going to start this guy. And you're like, are you insane? They're in first place. Again, here, here's where people, I think, get lulled into, like, you're not going to win all your games by 30 points. You're not going to put up 40 points a, a game in the NFL, especially this season. Last weekend, I, I almost every game was 20 to 17 or 23 to 20. Every single game. It was it was yeah. mind-blowing. The, the league is not scoring a ton this year. I don't know what the deal is. It seems to me... I think there's not enough off good offensive linemen in the NFL that are healthy right now because every team week to week kind of looks like garbage to me. Now, I, I hate to say that, but just, you know, again, look at, look at your fantasy team. You guys are probably doing terrible. I'm just joking. I don't know if you are. I mean, I drafted Jonathan Taylor in like three drafts in the same week. Mm-hmm. And he's been awful. He's been awful. Uh, Think about people who have um not Cam, yeah, Cam Akers. Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the the, the NFL's very off this year. I think the Giants have to be looking at where they are right now and and again, seriously consider like, dude, if we could bring Daniel Jones back on the cheap. But I, I, do some things. But I I could see them honestly just bring him back maybe even for like a backup role to a guy you draft. Cause I mean, there is also the, the, the notion with Shane coming in, he, he might eventually want his own guy or, or David wanting his own guy. Cause I, I, I don't think know this if... is their guy. And I think I they can know. claim this guy as theirs because he was garbage before they got there. To the point where they're six and two, and you're still not even convinced he's good enough. While you're wearing your Grayson McCall shirt, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say there. We could draft Grayson McCall in the third round and start to groom him to be the hey. starter behind Daniel Jones. Not for nothing, pretty similar skill sets. If we're being honest, Grayson McCall and Daniel Jones. Yeah. Enough drafting quarterbacks in the third round, though. We we did that two years in a row in like the mid two thousand when we drafted uh, Davis Webb and then Kyle Laletta. Just doesn't it's just a waste of a draft pick in a third round yeah, but, pick? You could use but, somewhere else that will help you out. But Davis Webb was the MVP of the preseason. Don't forget. And <laughs> I, I don't know what the uh, award is for that, but it's paying off. 
Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> he's helping out the quarterback room. That's, that's he must be because good lord. Yeah, but uh, anyway. I, I, Joe, uh, Sean and I talked about it. This needs to be a statement win for the Giants. They need to blow the, the Texans out to prove that they are really at that. At, at where the record says, I mean, Texans are a terrible team. If the Giants are really as good as they they are, I think this needs to be – I've been saying two or three. This needs to be a three, four touchdown game for the Giants. Uh, do you think they are going to blow out the Texans, or is this going to be a, a close one, even though it shouldn't be? This will be like a 23-17 game. I think this will be one of those games where, you know, maybe the Giants don't look brilliant in the first quarter, most of the first half. I think they, you know, again, the Texans are not a very good football team. You know, they've got some some decent pieces on offense, obviously. A uh, good young quarterback. Braden Cook's one of the best, you know, receivers in the league. Obviously, he wants out of there, though. Uh, the kid Pierce can can run the football pretty well. So they got some nice pieces there. The, the coaching staff in, in Houston is a disaster. Uh, I think everybody kind of already knew that. But no, I, I don't I, listen. I don't think the Giants are going to blow anybody's doors off anytime soon. I don't. You know, I had predicted earlier this year that the Giants would probably lay an egg or two and get blown out of a. And that hasn't happened yet either. So. Can the Giants, you know, do a 24 to nothing win? Yeah, I, I mean, sure. I think this is definitely going to be a win by the Giants. I think the Giants are just a better football team, a better coached football team. But no, I'm not I'm not expecting like a 30 to 10 blowout here. I take one, but that's not the way this team plays. That's that's not, you know, he's uh Brian Dable, he he, he seems like the kind of guy where if he was kicking your butt. You know, he just start running the football in the, in the second half. Like he's not he's not a Belichick. He's not putting fifty nine up in the snow in New England. You know what I mean? He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He respects the game a lot. Um, I think the Giants are going to play uh, a solid sixty minutes of football, and they're going to score enough points that they won't have to worry about taxes. I think the second half of the game. It'll be like most of the games have this season where I'm watching them and I'm like, even when they're losing, right? You're like, they're going to win this game. I can totally feel it. You know, I, I watch every week. I watch this team in the second half. I'm just sitting there like confident. It's a good feeling. Yeah, there's no anxiety, no dread. Like, Well, because right here's the thing. The expectations were low, man. So, so there's no reason to get all beside yourself about this team and as well as they're playing and, and the performances have been great. It does. It's really made for, I, I think the most enjoyable watching experience since 2012. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's fun. It is fun, but uh, yeah, I, and it, it's going to continue. Texans suck. Let's hope I'm not eating those words. I don't think so, but uh. All right, let's take a quick little break here. We aren't done talking about the Giants, but we'll stretch out and talk about more around the league right after this message from one of our sponsors. My name is Roseanne BC, and I'm a certified health coach uh, with the company called Optivia. I'm a coach because I love helping people transform their health and their lives. There's a couple different plans. Um, it's safe for 
a lot of different people and a lot of different ages um, and places in their lives. I have so many clients that have had such great success and there's a portion of the program that is you get your health coach, you get the products, but you also get a community of people who are there. So we do Zooms every Monday night um, nationwide and if people want to get more involved with other people on the same journey as them, then they can join in and have that kind of support. The website you can reach me at is sacredrosehealthandwellness.com and um, you can email me from there or you can book um, a virtual coaching session there where we can get your health assessment started and get you moving in the right direction. All right. Now, we aren't done talking about the Giants, but we are going to play a game of pretenders and contenders. Pretenders or contenders. Are they a legitimate Super Bowl contender or are they fraudulent? Are they pretending where they're at right now? Got a bunch of teams here. We're going to rifle through them. Starting off with the New York football Giants. Can you legitimately, in your mind, see Brian Dable and Daniel Jones holding the Lombardi Trophy to end the season, Joe? I I, I, I can't. I can't. I, I feel like if the Giants were to get to the Super Bowl against Buffalo or Kansas City, they, they wouldn't end up winning. Can Are the Giants a contender? Could the Giants win the NFC? If that's your question, the answer is yes. I like that. I like that. Sean, do you agree? Uh, I do agree. I, I love this team. I love the way they fight in that, like Joe said, they're never out of the game, even when they're down in the fourth quarter. Um, but I just don't think they have the – the high-end talent that wins you games in the playoffs, uh, and especially the the offense. I just don't think they have enough points uh, to, you know, match up with teams later on in the playoffs. So I do think that they could win one, maybe even two games, maybe get to the NFC Championship. Uh, I think this team has, you know, great coaching around them, and they do have some talent, um, but I just don't think that they're at Super Bowl levels yet. I think going down the line, they can definitely get there. Um, I think we've seen that Joe Shane and Brian Day will know what they're doing. Um, and uh, at building this team and coaching it, uh, I just don't. I think it's you know a year, maybe two years, too early. Uh, but I do think they can make a good playoff run. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm with you, Sean. Uh, I, I think this is a team that can make a good playoff run. But I, I think with the way the NFC it is this year, I, I think the Giants can take a hold. I think they they can make a run, possibly get to the Super Bowl. Uh, can I see them winning it? I, I, I don't think so. I think the AFC is really stacked, but you never know. Uh, I would love that. There's nothing I'd love more. But uh, I, I think they they can get to the dance. Will they leave the dance with the trophy? No. But I, I think they really can, especially with the NFC. Like Rodgers and Brady doing terrible. We'll get to more stuff like this. We'll get to more of those teams. I mean, I don't know. The Eagles, the, the, that's really tough. Minnesota Vikings are sneaky tough but or bad. I don't know. We'll get to a lot of these teams. Let me, let's talk. move on to one right now. Philadelphia Eagles undefeated. Sean, are they a Super Bowl contender? They are a Super Bowl contender, as much as I hate to say it. Um, they're, they're just loaded everywhere. They have a great O-line. Um, maybe the best cornerback duo in the league. They have pass rushers. A, a 
endless amount of pass rushers. Uh, and then Jalen Hurts, the way he's been playing with the receivers they have now, um, they're just loaded at every spot. So I think they are the best team in the NFC. I think they have the best chance of going to the Super Bowl. Uh, hopefully not winning it because uh, I hate the Eagles, but I do think that they're legit and definitely a Super Bowl contender. Well, you know I do. I said from the preseason I thought this might be the best team in the NFC, and they've thus far proven it. And looking around the rest of the NFC, which, A, gives me great hope for the Giants, but also, yeah, I think I think the Eagles are as good as I suggested they were from the get-go. Yeah, uh, the only thing with the Eagles, the only issue I have is how, how kind of young they are and, and their uh, – and Nick Sirianni be, being also uh, – very inexperienced as a head coach, but uh, I I think they are the team to beat right now. I I do think we are going to see a little bit of a skid here from them. They might lose like two in a row or like, yeah, I, I, I think they'll lose like three out of four in some stretch here coming up, but because it's just so hard to go undefeated in that. NFL and there's so many tough teams. Also, they got to play the Giants. I think the Giants can take a win off of them. But I, I, I just, I, I don't know if I can see Jalen Hurts take them to to the uh, Super Bowl. I, I, I don't know. I, I think they're going to be in the NFC Championship. To be honest with you, uh, but I, I can see it happening. I can see them going to the Super Bowl. So, but I, I don't know if it will necessarily happen. But uh, let's. Stick to the oh, FC East. I can yeah. tell you who's not going to be going, and and that's the Packers, who I've been telling you guys all year were yeah. terrible, and the Buccaneers, who are also terrible. So someone's going to have to, someone's going to have to actually represent the NFC this year, and it's not going to be the teams that we're used to. So you're right. We'll see. Any dimes. I I have I have I have my team in mind, but we'll get to them. Let's wrap off wrap wrap up the NFC East. Dallas Cowboys. Joe, are they a Super Bowl contender this year? Like every fan thinks they are every year. I don't want to crush the Cowboy fans out there because I know I know it's always their year. I I'm not sure this team. I think a sort of look. I think they're a little bit better than the Giants right now. And while I, I don't think the Giants can win the Super Bowl, I also don't think Dallas could. Is Now, I would say, could Dallas win the NFC? I think they could. I think they're they're that good that they could do that. I don't think they're a great football team. I'm also concerned that the Eagles and the Giants and the Cowboys are all getting better and that next year it's going to be just as much of a dogfight as it is this year. Yeah. I I agree with that. That that's a lot of good young pieces all around. So yeah, they will only get better. Sean Cowboys, is it is this year their year? Uh, that's every year. Jeez, come on, there's a Cowboys, <laughs> America's team. Uh, but I mean, this defense is legit. Uh, I think that's what would bring them to a Super Bowl. And then obviously they have a pretty good run game, and Dak just needs to make some plays. So I do think they could win the NFC. I definitely think they can get there. Um. I would just say that they're the Cowboys, though, so no, they're not Super Bowl contenders. Uh, Joe would know it's similar to the Yankees. Every year is their year uh, until it's not. Um, super high payroll, um, delusional fans. You know, they're always – they'll make the playoffs every year, 
Um, but getting to the big one, winning it, nah, not going to happen. Yeah, fantastic. I love I'll take it. that. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Cowboys are – I mean, Micah Parsons is a beast. Uh, and then that's pretty much it as far as the Cowboys. It's Micah Parsons, and I don't think one man can carry – uh, carry a team like that. Uh, maybe win the NFC East. Maybe I mean win the NFC. Look how pleased with himself Sean is. Do you see that that satisfied <laughs> look on his face? I'm just gonna uh, let him have it. I'm just gonna. I'm yeah. That's good. Take it. I I figured you could relate. I mean, you being the Yankees <laughs> fan, I just figured you would know what it's like. I'll take it. That's fair. Yeah, but uh, all right. Uh, I, let's 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 uh, let's rifle through these one too because I, I think Joe you already mentioned it. Green Bay Packers, despite still having Aaron Rodgers, it's over. They're that that they're gonna end up with a losing record this year. Pretender. All right, Sean, you agree? Yeah, yeah they're dead. Um, they just lost Rashawn Gary for the year too. Uh, probably one of the best pass rushers in the league, and this offense is just not clicking at all. Aaron Rodgers keeps blaming his young receivers, so. Uh, it's not going to get any better before it gets worse, which I think it will get a lot worse. I think they're going to be terrible uh, by the end of the year. Yeah, uh, it's bad. But do you think when it comes to the end of the year, do you, my prediction is I think Jordan Love will start by the end of the year. I think that's just what the Packers do. Uh, they're going to force uh, Rodgers out, I think, and just go the Love route, start the rebuild. And uh, I, I like I, I mentioned this earlier in the season. They should have moved uh, Aaron Rodgers earlier because I, I do think it's going that way. I mean, yeah, they traded up and invested a first-round pick in Jordan Love. So I think it would be kind of dumb not to at least give him a shot and see what he has um, before they keep rolling out Aaron Rodgers out there, who's obviously not pleased, not playing at a high level. So I think it would only be smart to throw at Jordan Love and at least see what you have in your, you know, your first-round pick. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other retiree QB, the Bucks, Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, with, with how wide open that division is, we, we could see Tommy Boy in the playoffs. Can he muster up a run, though, Sean? Nope. Uh, we'll see Tommy in the playoffs maybe for one week, and then uh, he'll be headed to Cancun or some other resort uh, after his season is done. Uh, this team is is not good. Um, they cannot score points. Their offensive line is terrible. They have no run game. Uh, this defense is not performing up to expectations. So they got lucky last week against the Rams. They were getting shut down all game. Uh, and then Tom Brady does what he does best, but this team has no chance of winning the Super Bowl. During all of my fantasy drafts, when people were taking Leonard Fournette in the top 15, I was like, what are you doing? What do you think's happening in Tampa? And I was right. Uh, as Sean just said, they can't really muster much in the way of a running game. They really haven't scored a lot of points. Their defense has been banged up every week. It seems like they lose somebody else super important. And uh, yeah. I, I hate to say this. Time might be catching up with Tom Brady. Should have just stayed retired. I think. He'd still yeah. be married. Hey, I mean, yeah. I, I think if you're Tom Brady, you can chalk this year up to the divorce and then come back hungry next year. 
And then, with like uh, a twenty-four-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and, the, and then the Leo DiCaprio way. <laughs> Just right? hope you don't die on the field. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they'll they'll make the playoffs probably, but they aren't doing anything there. And uh, but maybe I could see Tommy Boy getting one, maybe one divisional round win, or yeah. Maybe I don't know. If he's knocking Maybe. off the Cowboys, that that'd be great. Oh yeah, that could happen. But uh, all right, the Minnesota Vikings—is this a pretender or a contender, Joe? Well, listen, on paper, a contender. But the the problem, as far as I can see it, is that the quarterback is still Kirk Cousins. And this guy is pretty well known and he, he he's had a history of having really great regular seasons. They're having another one this year. Justin Jefferson, a superstar, and Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. They got a lot of pieces over there. Pretty decent defense, but it's the Vikings. So pretender. Oh, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you are on record calling Kirk Cousins a bum. He's a bum. Yeah, guess so. But, uh, all right, Sean. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings usually uh, kind of always fall off. And Kirk Cousins, I, I think, obviously, he puts up good numbers, but he doesn't really show up in the playoffs. But I think this year's a little different. I think just because the NFC isn't super loaded, uh, I think that the Vikings have enough talent on defense. Uh, they have a really good pass rush. and then. Justin Jefferson is probably the best receiver in the league. So I do think they could get to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know about winning it, but I would say that they are contenders because I think that it's a little bit different from years past. Um, They don't have any competition in the NFC North, so those are easy wins going down the stretch. So I think they can get a high seed. If they can get in the playoffs with most of their games at home, then I think they have a a good shot of uh, getting to the Super Bowl. So I'd say contenders. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I think this is their year. I I know they always seem to lose in heartbreaking fashion in the playoffs. But I think this time they'll at least get to the Super Bowl. I think they're my favorite to come out of the NFC right now. Uh, Besides the Giants. but let's be real. Like, I if I'm putting money on someone to win the NFC, a team to win the NFC, I'm putting it on the Vikings. Uh, I I think just with how open it is, I think Kirk Cousins can muster up a little bit to get him a little bit of a run. I mean, we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo go to the the Super Bowl. You, you know, I, I I could see Kirk Cousins going there, being unsuccessful. Uh, Vikings losing in heartbreaking fashion again in the playoffs, but this time give them at least one appearance at the Super Bowl, you know? But, uh, all right. All right, let's keep it moving. Atlanta Falcons, they're they're up there. It's crazy to think that they're up there, that they could possibly win this division and squeeze in or possibly even get a wild card. But, uh, Sean, are the Atlanta Falcons a contender? Absolutely. Uh, no, they're not. They're they're having a good year. Uh, I think Arthur Smith uh, has done a good job with that team. I think they're similar to the Giants, but they have even less talent than the Giants. 
Um, what they're doing with that running game is pretty pretty good, and they have a shot of winning the NFC South realistically. But uh, this defense is too far away, and uh, they just don't have enough talent. So no, they're not contenders. No, they're not. They're not at all. I for all the reasons Sean said, and and more. Just they're Atlanta. Blech. Yeah, but I like I said with Darren Rodgers, I think they're a lot closer to being a, cont- a contender than people think. I think they're. You want to talk about a quarterback away? I think they might be a quarterback away. The Falcons. Desmond uh, Ritter. They maybe. Cincy boy, let's go. But uh, all right. Now, team that just beat the Giants, Seattle Seahawks, without Russell Wilson, are they a Super Bowl contender, Joe? Can Geno Smith take them to the promised land? No, of course not. He's having a great year. They should be very proud of themselves. Uh, I, I, I think there's. I mean, again, granted a win over the Giants, who's a, a pretty good football team. It's not often you can say that. You know that that might be one of their better wins so far this season. But no, I, I, I don't, I don't think they're a good enough football team yet uh, to to uh, win in the playoffs. So no, pretender. Yeah, uh, I think they could sneak a win in the playoffs, but as far as Super Bowl contender, I don't think they're there yet. Um, but they just keep proving people wrong. So, I mean, who knows? This defense has stepped up. Geno Smith, I don't know where this came from. He's playing out of his mind. But um, I think they're they're good for maybe a, a upset in the playoffs. But I don't see this team going any further than that. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you guys. I think they're – and I, I went – I don't know, pretender. I mean, yeah, they're not a contender at all. So, yeah, I guess they're a pretender. But uh, Pete Carroll, I can see him, yeah, out coaching some people uh, in the playoffs, uh, leading them – because they do have some pieces. But, yeah, I can't see Geno Smith being a, a Super Bowl quarterback, you know. That's that's insane. That would be about. a very strange sight. That would be wild. But, uh, all right, let's uh, keep going with the NFC West. San Francisco 49ers, Sean. Are they a Super Bowl contender? I think they are. Um, I think the Niners are pretty much a contender every year in the NFC uh, just because Kyle Shanahan does a good job with that offense. And especially with the limited amount we've seen with Christian McCaffrey, I think he's going to be huge for that offense going down the stretch. And then you got, obviously, Debo and George Kittle. And this defense is, is a tough defense. They have been for multiple years now. So I do think the Niners are a contender. Um, I don't know if Jimmy G could take you over the top and give you that Lombardi, but I think they definitely have a good shot of getting there. Niners. Yeah, I love the Niners. I, I was hoping uh, Trey Lance would get hurt. I figured once Jimmy G got settled in, uh, this football team wins when he's there. Christian McCaffrey's awesome, you know? Uh, so I think long-term, I, I think this team's definitely uh, a contender. All right, I, I I'm with you. It I mean they have struggled, uh, but I mean adding obviously Christian McCaffrey, uh, is big. But I I don't know, can they get over the hump? I I don't know. The, the whole NFC West has been weird this year. Uh, I I don't know. But speaking of the NFC West, let's wrap it up. Super Bowl, 
Defending Super Bowl champs looking terrible. Los Angeles Rams, Joe. Are they? Yeah, matter of fact, I think I just saw Matthew Stafford's in the concussion protocol. So I'm going to say, unfortunately, these guys are just too much, too many odds stacked against them. They're pretenders this year. I agree. They're frauds. No chance that a Super Bowl repeat. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Uh, uh, I I do think they can, like, th- there might be a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. I, I do think they might be able to rattle off some big wins, like, at the end of the season. Maybe talk about, like, getting right at the right time. I, I feel like this is going to be a team that we're talking about then, but I, I don't think so. I think they're, they're going to get a wild card. Uh, th- no way they're repeating the magic from last year but uh all right now let's move on afc starting off with the favorite the buffalo bills despite losing to the new york jets are they still a super bowl contender joe they're a super bowl contender but i mean again i've been saying this now for two years they've got the same problem and it's glaring and it's the Best way to stop them and the best way to beat them. So they're contenders, but they they're they're not the um, you know, not vulnerable team that that uh, I don't think anybody in football right now is like a level up on everybody else. Put it to you like that. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, they're definitely contenders. Um, but they just kind of have to get over that hump, and I think that hump is Patrick Mahomes and the AFC for them. Um, obviously I don't think they've been able to get around him, but I do think that they have the best chance of going to the Super Bowl from the AFC. Um, obviously the Jets is a kind of a surprise, but the Jets are a good team this year. Um, if only Zay were here to talk about his team, but he loves them. Uh, he loves them. Um, but yeah, I, I think the bills are definitely contenders. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think they are contenders as well. I, they're my favorite. I, I think they will get to the Super Bowl. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's weird. They've struggled 0-2 in their division, lost to the Dolphins and the Jets. It's weird. Um, but, yeah, I think they'll figure stuff out. And you're right, Joe. They just can't find a run game at all. Uh, they did bring in Naheem Hines, but, I mean, that's not that's not going to help you that much. But, uh, but, yeah, so it should be interesting. But, uh, all right, sticking with them, the team that just beat them, New York Jets, no Zay to, to to talk about it, but Sean, are they a pretender or a contender? J E T S. Um, yeah, I mean they're pretenders. Uh, I think that you know their defense is really good. They're loaded at every level, and they do have playmakers on offense. Obviously, Brees Hall going down hurts them, but I think it comes down to the quarterback play. Uh, I just don't think Zach Wilson is good enough to bring them to the Super Bowl. But they do have all the other pieces around them. So maybe they can make some noise, uh, quick upset in the playoffs, but uh, they're they're definitely not Super Bowl contenders, though. Yeah, they're definitely pretenders, uh, much like the Giants, an improved team. And I think the Jets' biggest problem right now is what the the one the Giants recently solved, and that's figuring out how to finish games. They they're obviously coming off a nice win themselves off of Buffalo, but I think week in and week out, I I I don't like Zach Wilson. I never have. And if he doesn't get a lot better, 
he's first of all not the answer, but he's the one thing that could really hold that team back as it moves forward. Uh, I I think no the, the AFC if if they were in the NFC I think they might be able to sneak something around but I, I I don't think they get past like the the Buffalo Bills the Chiefs all, all these other tough teams even the Titans really like uh they're young promising but they have a bright future but no this year is not the year for the Jets all right and then the Miami Dolphins Joe. Can you see Tua? I can. Being a Super He's Bowl. been phenomenal. He's been everything they wanted from him, uh, despite the injuries, despite everything else. Yeah, look, this team can score points. And in this NFL that we're currently in, teams that can score 30, 35, 40 points can win a lot of football games. And th- th- these guys are explosive. So, yeah, I'm going to call them contenders. Yeah, I agree on this one. Uh, their offense is scary. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have been unstoppable. I think they're by far the best receiving duo in the NFL. And Tua stepped up. He's been playing well, and this this defense is pretty underrated too. So, And while Tua has been healthy, they haven't lost a game. So I don't see why they're not contenders. Uh, I think Mike McDaniel's done a really good job. So I do believe in the Dolphins this year. Yeah, and I mean, especially adding Bradley Chubb, I think that's going to be – even nicer addition we'll see more of as the season progresses. But uh, wrapping up the AFC East, I mean, the Patriots, they are above 500. Can they figure out a way to get into the playoffs, Joe? Yeah, I do. I do. I think so. Look, they, they know how to play. Uh, they know how to play football in New England. Pounding the football. Mac Jones, a good quarterback. That pretend quarterback controversy went right out the window pretty quick, didn't it? Don't doubt the Mac. That would be a big mistake. So between Bill, be- between Mac, uh, Judon, th- there, there's enough pieces in New England that uh, I don't think the Jets are going to make the playoffs. Shock. Uh, but I do think the Patriots uh, are going to ease in along with the Dolphins. All right. This is going to be the division with three teams coming out of it, not the AFC West. Yeah, that's right. for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I think they're pretenders. Uh, I know Joe loves Mac Jones, but he just hasn't been as good this year as he was last year. Um, he's just you know kind of turned the ball over more, uh, not making explosive plays downfield. So I think the rest of this roster around them uh, is pretty good, but I don't think they're close to a Super Bowl right now. No, uh, I, I don't even think they'll make the playoffs, to be honest with you. I, I think – I don't even know if the, the AFC East can get uh, three teams in. I think it's the Dolphins and the Bills. I don't know about either or of the other two. But, yeah. Uh, who, who else is going to make the playoffs over there? The Colts? Who who do you got? Who's going to – who else in the AFC is going to make the postseason? Everyone else is terrible. Everyone else is terrible. I tell you right now, other than the Chiefs, I think everybody in the AFC West sucks. And I tell you right now, and and I've started to hear it a little bit because I've been saying it from day one. Maybe Justin Herbert isn't that great. I I mean, you bring it up. Let's let's get to it. The Chargers, pretenders. pretenders. They don't win enough. They're not consistent enough. And he, 
Everyone makes excuses. It's the defense. It's the coaching. No, no. No, no, no. It's his penchant for throwing interceptions in big moments, okay? It might not be in the final three seconds, but he makes big mistakes in a lot of football games. So he's got to play more consistent if this team's ever going to turn the corner. I don't think he's going to, and I don't think they're going to. All right. Sean? Yeah, these uh, the Chargers are frauds. Uh, they just have so much talent every year, and they always either get injured or just underperform. So I think that they are super inconsistent, like Joe said. Some weeks they'll look like uh, one of the best teams in the NFL. Other weeks you'll be questioning what they're doing in the NFL. So, yeah, I definitely think the Chargers are big-time pretenders. Uh, I think they're pretenders, too. I, I do think they can weasel their way in at, at, with a wild-card spot, maybe. But, uh, uh, I yeah, I'm with you. I think they're pretenders. I, I think uh, I'm a big Justin Herbert guy, but, yeah, it's just not working out this year. I, I And you went out, you got pieces to try and help him, especially on the defensive end. And then something's just not clicking. Uh, hopefully it's just going to take time, but who knows? Uh, maybe he isn't the guy. Maybe you got to start questioning that. But, uh, all right, sticking in the AFC West. Chiefs, easy. Yes, Patrick Mahomes, beast. Uh, even despite trading away Tyreek Hill, yeah, they're, they're still a contender when you got Patrick Holmes in the backfield. Sean? Agreed. Patrick Mahomes, two words. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, he's pretty good, that guy. He's a, he's a, they're always a contender. That that That's pretty obvious, and especially when their division's garbage. Yeah. All right, let's uh, wrap up the other two divisions real quickly. Tennessee Titans, tender. You know, it's funny because when the Giants beat the Titans, Sean, everybody thought the Titans were terrible and the Titans had a chance to beat the Chiefs and be the best team in the AFC. And that would have been awkward for everybody who still doesn't believe in the New York football Giants. As long as Derrick Henry has two legs that work, that team's a contender. Yeah, I mean, Tannehill needs to get healthy because Malik Willis. Uh, I think he He's could awful. have a good, yeah, he could have a good career going forward. But it's been a rough start for him. I think he has eleven completions in two weeks. But uh, if they get Tannehill back healthy, this defense is always tough. Like Joe said, Derrick Henry, he just gets better as the year goes on. So I do think that they are contenders. And yeah, I mean, they they hadn't lost since week two up until last week. So um, people just keep sleeping on the Giants, which is fine. I love it. Keep it coming. All See right. what happens. Yeah. But uh, I, I think the Titans, I think they – I don't know. I, I think they lose in the AFC Championship game at best. I don't think they can really get over the hump, get into the Super Bowl. I, did, I, I love Derrick Henry and that stuff, but, I mean, just hit him alone I don't think can carry them that far. But uh, – yeah, but I can see Vrabel outcoaching some people in, in the playoffs and getting to the AFC Championship, but I, I, I don't know why. I just can't see them in the Super Bowl. So not contenders. You think they're pretenders. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Yeah, especially with Ryan Tannehill. I, I don't like Ryan Tannehill. But uh, all right, let's do the NFC North. Cincinnati Bengals, can they repeat, get to the Super Bowl? No, Joe? This team's too inconsistent. I've 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 said Joe Burrow, uh, you know, 
last year he really kind of turned things around. He seems to have regressed a little bit this year. Some of the issues that they had last year are still rearing their ugly head. He hasn't done as well this year dealing with some of the same problems as he did last year. That's got to be a concern. I do think there's some letdown from last season, but that said, no, I don't, I don't see the Bengals going on some fantastic run like they did last year. No, I don't, I don't think so. All right, Sean. I would say that they are contenders. Um, obviously, they kind of started off slow, but the last couple of weeks they've looked a lot better. Uh, this defense is pretty solid, and if they get Jamar Chase back healthy, uh, I think that they definitely have a good shot of uh, coming out of the AFC North and definitely making some noise in the playoffs. So I think they're getting hot at the right time. Uh, I think that they've shown last year that they can make a run to the Super Bowl. Um, so I would say that they are contenders. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you, Sean. I think they are contenders. I mean. You talk about them being inconsistent, Joe. That they are very streaky. I will give them that. But I mean, although though, like Steve Risser just chimed in, if Mixon plays the way he did on Sunday with the five touchdowns, yeah, uh, good lord, he's uh he's on my fantasy team, and and man, oh man, uh, I had Braden Cooks in my starting lineup, who was a a last second scratch. And so I had the 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 goose egg, uh, and I needed someone to really make up for it. And boy, could could Joan Mixon have had a better day? I doubt yeah. it. Yeah, it was wild. But uh, all right, closing it off, Baltimore Ravens. Can Lamar Jackson get to the Super Bowl, Joe? In theory, yes. In actuality, no. Uh, I think they're good enough that that could be the team that comes out of the AFC, I think. So, uh, again, I think anytime you have Lamar Jackson on the field, you've got, you know, arguably the best player on the field. That said, they haven't had a great deal of success in the postseason. So I'm going to call them contenders, but I'm going to be very skeptical. All right. Sean, I would, I would have to. I think that's a pretty, pretty good way of putting it. I think that they are contenders because Lamar Jackson is electric. Uh, I think that he has to show up more in the playoffs. But as long as they get Mark Andrews back healthy, um, I think they'll be fine. Rashad Bateman injury kind of hurts. I think he's out for the year. But uh, I think they made some moves at the trade deadline. Rokon Smith looked really good on Monday night. I think he could bring that defense back to uh, you know top tier defense. So I would say they are contenders. But I also am weary because uh, Lamar just hasn't really shown up in the playoffs that much. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm going pretenders. Uh, I think them and the Titans are on the same level. Like you have that one stud who who can win you games, but can it really carry you that long in the playoffs? I don't think so. Like they can get to the AFC Championship game. I think Lamar can bring him that far, but can he lead him to a Super Bowl? I, I don't know. I don't think so, especially with the AFC being as tough as it is. I, I think the Ravens right now are pretenders. I, I, I can't see them getting to the Super Bowl. But uh, all right. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got to hurry this up because Sean and I have posting up. We got some people waiting on us. Oh, well, but, uh, well I don't want to slow you boys down. Hey, make sure you stay tuned. Clovercrest Media uh, on YouTube and Facebook. We'll just pop right over to posting up after this. But uh, best bets, Zay, he isn't here. Uh, I will still try and get one from him. He, he's still in the lead 5-2. and two. Uh, Sean got a push last week. 
Uh, Joe got 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 up to five hundred, and I finally got a win. The over on the the Bears, uh, Dolphins that 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 hit in like the first what was it first the second Damn, quarter. Yeah, that, was, that was a good call. Sixty seven yeah. combined. Yes, sir. But uh, I, Sean, since you're at the top right now, since Zay's not here, what's your best bet? Yeah, should be three and one. The Rams had that. I don't know how they <laughs> let that happen. That was unbelievable. But this week, I'm going to go with the Colts plus six against the Raiders. Um, the Raiders should never be favored by six in any game this year. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Uh, they've been god-awful, and I think the Colts, with the firing of Frank Reich, uh, interim coach coming in just Saturday, you got to give that interim boost. Uh, I think it, it always works. Uh, they'll be fighting for their guy. And the Raiders, like I said, no reason they should be even favored, favored by six, let alone. So uh, I think Colts plus six is a pretty easy one. All right. Okay. Yeah, you're buying into what Jeff, Jeff Saturday's saying. I'm buying in. So I just heard about this theory recently and it hits like 67% of the time, a nine and a half point spread. Uh, you should take the under. And so Jaguars chiefs, I'm going to take the under it's 50 and a half. And I'm going to say these teams settle into about 44, 45 points. And that's an easy win. Uh, under, Really? I mean, unders are also hit, hitting at a record pace this year. So. Well, also, nobody's friggin' scoring this season. Yeah. It's been terrible. So, yeah, I feel really good about that. Joe, it's gross. I, I hate that an under for real. Mm -hmm. I, I have to rectify that by going with an over like I normally do. Vikings at the Bills. Over, I think it's 43 and a half. Let me just double check that real quick. Yes, 43 and a half. I think, I don't know. There's probably some weather. That's probably why it's slow. Uh, yeah, low, what? But, uh, why is that so low? Well, let me, no, it's supposed to be 43 degrees and cloudy. So, yeah, I, I think that's something. Yeah, a couple Kirk Cousins to Jamar. Uh, I mean, Je Justin Jefferson touchdowns. Stefan Diggs touchdown. Josh Allen Stephon Diggs. touchdown. Stefan Diggs revenge game. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, give me the over in that. Points, points, points. And uh yeah. Then hopefully I'll get a something from Zay. Uh if he doesn't give me one, I think we should just count it as a loss, right? Agreed. Yeah, probably. But uh no, we won't do him dirty like that. All right. But uh all right, that's gonna do it for Sean about the G men. Can't wait to get back to Talking about the Giants next week, like full in depth, full football, full game to recap, full game to preview. Should be fun. But uh yeah, that's gonna do it. Big shout out to Andy Mac Home Mortgage and Optivia for sponsoring today's episode. And also make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for more information about this podcast and a bunch of other great podcasts as well. Like posting up. Make sure you stay tuned on the Clovercrest Media Facebook and YouTube. Because we will be going live with that shortly, Sean and I. Uh, but that's going to do it for myself, Big Jace, Joe Aguirre, and Sean Scanlon. That's Sean about the G-Men. See you next week.
Jones dials it up, swing pass, open, bobble, touchdown, Juan Dale Robinson. Second down and seven, fake it, on the boot, Jones throws, touchdown, Bellinger. Scoops it back up, Jackson throws, intercepted, Giants have it with Julian Love. Love weaving through. Defense here on first and goal. Handoff, up top, touchdown, Saquon Barkley, airborne for the score. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.